Alright, alright, alright. Another episode. This is ridiculous. Uh, I got my boy Paul to come with me. We've known each other since middle school. So that's 20 plus years. I'm not going to get into the exact number because it's making me feel old. But uh, my boy Paul, I'm going to get him on right now. Just bear with me one second. This is ridiculous. Okay. Give me one second here. Alright. Yeah, apparently he was supposed to be here. I don't know where he's at. So I'm gonna start blabbering now for a little bit. Blah 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 no, no. Um <clears throat> Well, one thing we were going to talk about was what's going on right now. But since I can't find him... I'm going to just have to babble on about nothing. Huh, what's going on? What have I been doing these days? When you got so much time off, you don't really want to do anything. But then you want to do everything all at once. And because everything's shut down, you can't do anything. So I've been doing a whole lot of nothing. Uh, I did some baking because I like to bake. No, I don't. I've never baked in my life. So I made some bread and it came out okay. And uh, I made some... Uh, what else did I make? Um, oh, I made some cookies too. Cookies didn't come out perfect. They were really, really flat and they were massive. Like they were like probably about. And I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I know what six inches is. Okay, it was probably about six inches. The the cookies were about six inches. Yeah, they're massive. Put your face on them. Like, yeah. Anyway, they were good. I still got some. Gotta drink that with milk, though. Because that's the only way. Um, and then I've been trying to... Oh, my goodness. This is why I can't find my boy's changes Instagram. Okay. Alright, so, let's invite him in. Um, Why do people have to make up some long, convoluted...
goodness. Okay, give me one second. I'll be right back. Um... See here, one second, one second. No, I don't want to end end the video. Oh, oh my goodness! I'm like an old person who can't figure out technology. Somebody help me! There he is. Okay. So now I gotta invite. Boom. So now I just waiting for him to get on. Oh, hello. There we go. I've been sitting for like five minutes. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be on camera. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, dog. I've been sitting in the same clothes for like three days. So, fuck this. Very cool. Let me turn on the lights then. <laughs> no, look at that. Well, there we go. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? Great. Wonderful. I remember that basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me give you a 360 here. Shebang, bang. <laughs> here we go. All right. Yeah, that night we played uh, Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, that was, I think it was a New Year's party, wasn't that? It was like Mario <laughs> Kart all night. Yeah, and then we stood in, like, uh, we went outside for a smoke, stood in the eight, and I stood right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? What you up to? Oh, nothing much, you know. Just uh, living the COVID life, working at home and all that kind of stuff. Oh, um, you work from home? Yeah, well, you have to because right now we're in lockdown, right? Ah, uh, okay. You guys okay. aren't in lockdown over there in Saskatchewan, aren't you? Oh, oh, we are. But, like, my place, I still go into the office. And... Um, what they do is they just make people go in with masks. So what's been shut down is um, people's ability to socialize. Right. So, so if you're hanging out with people, it's four to five people in a household. Okay. Um, so, like, if you need to go to the shops for anything, you can go, but you have to mask up. And Usually the shops, um, they'll have their stuff sanitized and stuff like that. So you just mask up, go in, buy your stuff, come out. Well, that's good that they sanitize the stuff over here. It's still just like going willy-nilly. I'm telling you, like, even though we're in a lockdown right now, the grocery store down the street, very literally, like, no lineup, no, like, six-foot distance, no nothing. Like, you just need a mask. You just go in with them. Yeah, absolutely. Just go in with a mask. Whoa. They're they're breaking all the rules, but the thing is, I can't really blame them because at the end of the day, like they're letting Costco and Walmart stay open, and they're letting all these other like mom and pop shops shut down, right? So, you know, they have an external entrance, but they just let people in no matter what. Like even though lockdown, whatever, doesn't matter. Like code red, blah blah blah. Like just let people in, we're good. Oh wow, yeah, no, here they they got they have spacing on floors too, and like all the aisles are one way. And all that stuff. I mean, there's no... I haven't heard of police running around arresting people for anything just yet. Unless it's been 
massive. Well, now there's like the first kind of like viral big case happening in Toronto because one of the store owners down there, like he stayed open for a couple of days and broke the lockdown rules and drew like a huge crowd, (laughs) huge crowd, right? So it's like warned them for a couple of days. And then after that, they went in and charged them with whatever it was like 19 charges or something like that. But he's going to fight them all. Like, this is the problem. You're going to contest all of these charges and you're going to win them in court. But it's just like a big hassle of having to actually go to court, contest the stuff, maybe have to hire a lawyer, spend like $3,500 unnecessarily. Like, you know, it's all just a bunch of BS for the the government to... So, like, this is the whole thing. If you're a conspiracy theorist, this is where it gets interesting, right? <laughs> oh. Love <laughs> So, um, for years now, for absolutely for years now, there's been the conspiracy theory of, a, like, a one-world order, right? Where they're just going to have right. one government yeah. that just runs everything. So, a lot of people yeah. think that this is really the kind of the start of that, especially because in the U.S. they're starting to microchip people for like um, right. transactions. I actually saw uh, one of the companies, they were making it mandatory for their employees to be microchipped. And if they don't want to be microchipped, then they'll give them a severance package and they can leave. And it's a major technology company as well. So they have thousands of employees, right? <clears throat> so they're still doing this stuff and they're making it mandatory. And the guy just basically like on the experiment, just like took his hand, put it up to the, uh, the scanner on like the ATM type of thing. And just like it charged them for his like um, like his coke and his chocolate bar and whatever and blah, blah blah and just like went straight to his bank account and all that kind of stuff right so they're gonna put like your health records on that and all that kind of stuff right they're gonna have like a, a huge track record and the whole retina scanner thing that's been a thing that actually the Canadian government has been fighting for a number of years to not have installed right because that's already been been made and implemented in, in a couple of other countries right. So that's also pretty intense and they're getting into this whole like tracking thing with everybody's phones and all that kind of stuff. Like it's getting ridiculous. I'm telling you. Right. Well, I find it kind of funny. Like all these conspiracy theories, there's to me, there's always some, a little bit of truth, no matter how crazy the conspiracy is, there's always a little bit of truth to them. Right. So I always try and like listen to them all to, to understand where everybody's coming from. Right. So the one that I like is the the mask, how people are trying to fight wearing masks because, you know, if we start wearing masks, then, um, you know, that shows that the government can control us. However, the government, the same government that has our social insurance number, the same government that has all our bank information, has all our telephone numbers, has our blood, has everything about us is telling us to wear a mask and they're going to take so i find that i find that a little a little funny however what i do understand is that people they are their 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 freedom their uh, freedom of expression or whatever has been taken away well Set. well this is the, okay the whole thing all in all is that the whole mask thing is a necessary component to control the virus, right? So like what a lot of people don't understand or what realize is that the virus isn't going away. This isn't like a temporary thing where like, for example, like in a year from now, it's just going to like dissipate from the atmosphere and we're going to be good. Like this is very legitimately one of those things that's going to be in the atmosphere forever. Right? So um, you know how, like when we were kids, we got like smallpox shots and like hepatitis A, B and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, they're yep. going to now have to start giving the COVID shot to to exactly. the kids growing up so that they don't get the virus and all this kind of stuff, right? So, 
you know, the thing is, is that like what's difficult for um, kind of people to like accept is that like the majority of us are asymptomatic. So like individuals like you and I, like we're healthy. We don't have like immune compromising positions and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, you know, we're, we may have it right now. Right. Cause but we're not showing symptoms. So there's no point of us to like go and get tested and all that kind of stuff and whatever. Right. So at the end of it, um, we're going to spread the virus to other people. Right. So the, the mass thing is a preventative way to actually like spreading that virus, right. To the people who actually are immune compromised because when they get it, they're the ones who get destroyed, right? They're on ventilators and a lot of them die. And like, and, and it's not just seniors. Like they're, they're like saying it's just seniors, right? It's a lot of other people. Oh, I've well, heard right? of like people in their thirties. Who was telling me? I was watching an interview with DL Hughley. I don't know if you've seen this one on Vlad TV. No, when DL COVID. So DL Hughley got COVID and it was a mess for him because it was right at the beginning of the epidemic. So everybody heard it and they thought it was like the plague. He couldn't, he, apparently he was in Georgia or somewhere on the East Coast and he had to get back to the West Coast and nobody wanted to fly him. Nobody wanted to touch him, whatever, right? So he went to this one hospital and the nurses were rolling around with these iPads, just kind of like letting the families visit via iPad. And this one guy who was like 35 or 32 or something like that was saying goodbye to his family. Because he knew, and the nurses knew, he wasn't coming out of it. Thirty-two, younger than you and I. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very it's very difficult, and when it gets a hold of you. And the thing is, is that um, so like one of the issues is so um, there was a, a vaccine that was going to come out, right? So what they actually ended up so like they um, actually made this vaccine very rapidly, right? Like it was made like in April, and then they put it into the first test sub- test subjects, right? So normal vaccines take like 14 to 16 months in order to like to really see the side effects and everything like that. Right. So what they actually found that like around now, like a couple of months ago, so they found like the six to the eight month uh, mark, um, the people who took the vaccine, the antibodies were actually coming back and they were infecting the people again. Right. So um, they they had to scrap that. Right. And they had to make a brand new vaccine, which they've already made, which is called like the accelerated vaccine. So um, they're doing that and they put it into more test subjects, but it's going to take a long time, right? Until the vaccine is actually made and is like ironclad and all that kind of stuff, um, society isn't going to have to, or isn't going to be allowed to go back to normal, right? It's going to continue to go into, into lockdown and out and in and out and, and all that kind of stuff until the vaccine is made, until it's purified and all that kind of stuff. And then afterwards, well, we go back to normal. Like you, you, well, think about other diseases that have been around for years and years and years before they even found a vaccine for it or they found um any sort of cure for it um well it was around for years so so people were super um super precautious about doing stuff but they they knew the risks of these things and we're talking years um not centuries decades before they found um a cure for them. Well, it's, it's right? kind of funny because a lot of it was cured with penicillin. And penicillin, uh, That's, it was an accident, right? Nobody, it was an accident, exactly. Yeah, yep. You made yep. it on purpose. It was kind of like, it's like, oh, I hit this into the wrong jar. And then, oh, my God, we made this like, <laughs> you made it for it. And then there you go. We got penicillin and a whole bunch of uh, diseases were cured. And they still use it today, right? Right, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I, I just think if people just just 
endure. We'll get through it. It'll 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 get through. But if you're gonna go out and and party and have that uh, breed mentality, not breed. What is it? It's um. Oh, what's the word for it now? It was when like the they go out mentality. and they just huh sheep mentality. The sheeple. No, 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 no. It's when they go out and just kind of like um you know just go out and everybody get it. And if you recover from it, then you recover from it. If you don't, then... Oh, like the whole chicken box uh, party? Like one kid gets chicken pox, <laughs> yes. let's have a party, and everybody goes and gets it? Yeah, that's yes. a terrible idea. Yeah. Don't do that's that. You don't want to get it. You don't want to get it. No, no, no. I actually know somebody who's... Um, I think she's about like 31 or 32. She has it now. But like she's young and healthy, so she's not going to be like on a ventilator. But she has no smell or taste. Oh, okay. Totally at my... So how terrible would that be, right? You have zero smell, zero taste. And some of the people um, have had these effects for over a year, right? Like after Ooh. after getting it, right? So um, you don't really know like how long this is going to be. So like some people are going to actually really have to get the vaccine. Like because they're gonna need oh, yeah. they're gonna need it, right? They're but, gonna need it, yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but no, I know my uh, my auntie in England, she's a nurse and she got it when it first was a big thing so she took a month off of work or something like that and even when her getting back she's in her 60s 64 something like that and her getting back to work was very gradual because it had weakened her so much she's prone to pneumonia so that was one of the things that kind of made it hard for her to get back well you know like the um the thing that you said earlier of like people who just like they can bear it and just kind of like get through it like the the hardest thing about it right now is that you know a lot of people are finding it very very difficult to stay inside and at home for weeks at a time two weeks three weeks like you know like even working from yeah. home like you're working from home but you're still stuck at home right like yeah that's right yeah you're at home you're eating at home you're whatever cleaning you're doing this you're doing that like you're just still at home right so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, um, yeah, because, like, even with me right now, I'm on holidays from work, and I had all these plans this year, I was going to go to England, I was going to come out to Toronto, you know, all this kind of stuff, and then it hits, and I'm like, oh, so now if I go anywhere, I got to quarantine, uh, if I go to England, I have to quarantine for 14 days in England, then come mm-hmm. back here, mm-hmm. and depending on what time of the uh, epidemic it was, you either had to quarantine for 14 days, or... If you were fine coming through, then you can just carry on. So that's a whole month. Yeah, it's it's like it's not it's, worth it. It's not worth it to travel. It's not worth it. Not at all. Right. So I just I just took all my holidays right now at the end of the year, December, sitting at home for the rest <laughs> for the rest of the year, just doing nothing, trying new things. I was baking the other day. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Hey man, do it, do it. Be, be the baking king. Make Jamie's like, uh, I don't know. What do you like to bake? We'll make pies or something. Well, yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I've 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 made sweet potato pies before, and those always turn out good. Most people think they're they're pumpkin, but they're actually sweet potato. Have you tried like the sweet ones? Like, like you made apple or cranberry or anything like that? No. Well, no, 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 try to flip it. Try to make some of that like apple that's, filling, that's, make the same crust, that's... and throw it down. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try that. the The next one on my list is uh, a lemon meringue, and I might try a cheesecake too. Man, if you uh, can, if you can make a coconut cream, just make like unlimited amounts and ship them. Just ship them. Fire them out. But that's the thing too. Like, even if I was gonna open up a business like that, now there's there's um, uh, guidelines for cooking at home and through COVID. Uh, what do so, you mean? 
so if you're catering, oh. there's certain procedures you have to follow, right? Mm-hmm. So which even that is like of them are following absolutely for sure. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody would even have to have a camera in the house in order to make sure that like. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? The nurses that uh, work with us and stuff actually, um, if they want to do their provincial tests now in in like in home instead of going to the testing center, they have to go out and buy a three sixty camera. So the testing center can actually like view and make sure they're not cheating and have like things on the wall and whatever and all that kind of stuff. Wow. That kind of That's crazy. They're, they're like, so oh, crazy. You want to stay at home? Yeah, sure. Invest in like a $350 <laughs> camera and just, you know, throw it up there. No problem. Oh, goodness. No, no, that's, that's too much. That's too much. That's but... amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, how long how long have you guys been in like this serious lockdown? Well, this is our second lockdown, right? We went. We had a first one, which was like the initial stage of like the you know yeah. everybody went through that lockdown, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, we went through that, and then uh, they started like opening businesses up. They started opening the malls up. They opened the theater up as well. Like, I never went to the theater at least. I went wow. To the- Stuff. yeah so, yeah so we, we got to like that point but everything was of course like you know less than like even like half capacity you know what i mean like the like oh, a, okay yeah I get the theater probably could allow to have like 15 people or 25 people in it kind of thing right um yeah so like we kind of like went through that and things were getting okay but then like the cases started getting really bad and like now i think on the news yesterday they said they recorded a record high of like 28 positive cases in a day right so that's great, wow. like getting close to like 3,000 cases in a day, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like e- even if all of them recover, like it's insane that 3,000 people just like, boom, like just got it all of a sudden, right? So, well, you know what's crazy? Out here, uh, a friend of mine was telling me that they have something like in the 90s for um, like nine, 92 or 95 or 98 or something like that emergency beds in all of Saskatchewan. But how many cases do you guys have? Um, we're we're up in the. I think what our record was like three hundred in one day or something like that. Record, bro. That's not even like that. That okay, was okay, like listen, listen. There's one point one million people in the entire province. No, I know. Like, like Ontario, <laughs> like, it's out of control. But like. Yeah. It was it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Like the numbers, yeah. the numbers are getting crazy. And um, like even like even though I work in a healthcare center, I can't even go in because they have to limit the amount of people who are allowed to be in the building. Right. So I'm only oh. I'm only even allowed there one day a week, and that's it. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like when I moved to Winnipeg, Winnipeg is locked down. So like. Somebody was telling me even in Walmart, like you can go to Walmart, but you can only shop for groceries. You can't go and buy clothes. You can't go buy electronics. So they they tried to do that here and they were just like, no, they're just like, no, no, no. Walmart's (laughs) just going to sell everything. Costco's going to sell everything. And, And it's just so stupid because like right next door, it's like you have the flower shop and you have like the bakery and you have like whatever that has to shut down. But then, like, yeah. who can make you, like, fresh bread that they make? Not even, like, the store, but, like, like they make, right? And, like, Walmart sells mm-hmm. the groceries and the this and the that and blah, blah, blah. And 
Yeah, like they're just they're they're gonna they're gonna monopolize eventually. It's just there's oh, yeah. oh yeah. There's been a lot, I I, uh, I posted a um, a thing the other day of uh, restaurants that closed down in Toronto, and like the list. I think I was reading that list. It was so long. Like the list was so was long. long. And, and there were some places there, like I remember going to, and I was like, that place closed down. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like tons of places. Oh. Like even like a like GNC even closed down like over two hundred stores and all that kind of stuff. Like a whole bunch of even Nando's. Nando's closed down all across Canada. It's all crazy. the Nando's shut down. It's crazy, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's people. So, and the thing is, like, there, there's some people that just like they can't work for somebody. You know what I mean? It's just like they right. have to yeah. have their own business, which like that's yeah. amazing, right? Like that's great, but it's just like. What, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do in like, yeah. years when like things settle down and like, we're back to normal and blah, blah, blah. And like, like, what, are you just going to open up a business then and take the chance on like a broken economy? Like, what are you going to do? I have no idea. <laughs> no, I don't know. I wonder if, um, well, because of, I think when this is all over and the government's asking for their money back, um, what they're going to do is turn around and use that money, the interest money and try and, throw out a little bit of money they should throw out a little bit of money to um, opening up businesses incentives for small businesses and stuff like that yeah see like uh, the thing is like, you gotta remember how the banks work and how they like they, they think and operate in the first place they're gonna be like okay like you're not a big box business the odds are in this kind of economy you're not gonna succeed so you're not gonna survive yeah yeah like am I really yeah. gonna give you like a hundred thousand dollar loan knowing that you're probably gonna probably be bankrupt in a couple of years like you know what i mean in a couple of years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's really yeah. tough like, i don't really know what it's gonna look like hopefully it's not like that hopefully like everyone just puts their money into small business instead of big corp and you know things don't go that way but mm -hmm. you know who knows who knows there's, there's so much of convenience and and um e i guess ease of access with these big corps that i would say a good 45% of the population just don't care. You know what I think it is beyond anything? I think it's the fact that they're just cheaper, no matter what. Like, and that too. Like the other day, I was looking at buying eggs from the grocery store or buying it fresh from a farmer, oh. and it's cheaper to buy it in the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so much cheaper. And you're like, that shouldn't be, because like you're getting it fresh, Whereas the eggs that are coming from the grocery store have been sprayed and they've been transported and all this, but they make it in such mass mm -hmm. amounts that they can afford to cut down the cost like that. Yeah, but this is also like hormone raise versus like, you that know, too. free range. Yeah. Like, and plus you're paying for like the farmer's time and his energy and water and soil and et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Like, yeah. but the thing is like, you can't really deny there's a taste difference. Like, all that stuff that you get from the farm, it's just, like, immaculate. And the stuff you get from the grocery oh. store, you're just like, what happened? Like, sometimes I get an yeah. orange, and I'm just like, like, my brain is telling me I'm eating an orange, but I don't taste an orange. Like, I don't like it. Like... <laughs> um, I gave a friend of mine some raspberry bushes that were dying. Oh. And so she planted them, and she got them back to life again. Nice. So this year, she was like, come by, grab some raspberries. So one day I went by and I grabbed like a Tupperware full of raspberries and I 
pops on my mouth. I was like, these are so nice. So I went home and I washed them and I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to leave some water in there and see what happens. And so I put some water in, put it in the fridge, drain the water out. Paul, when I say it tastes like juice, yeah. it tastes like juice. No. Like if you do that to the stuff that you bring in out of the grocery store, it's just like you put a ras you put raspberries in water and took them out and it still tastes like water with a tiny bit of raspberry. Oh, this was raspberry juice. Amazing. That's amazing. I wish I had it. You know? Oh. So like I that's what I wanted to do here at my place here, but we were the whole point of this uh, moving here was just to buy and sell and flip. But, but I wanted to build a garden in the back with like fruits. And, and my dad did do some vegetables this year, but like, like onions and, and carrots, just like the small kind of stuff where you don't really need a whole lot of, um, like man, you don't really need to build a garden for. An easy thing to do is also peppers, especially hot peppers. Oh yeah. Yes, peppers are pretty easy too. Yeah. They also like dry soil, so you can kind of forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. But yeah, no, definitely that, that fresh food is just, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's amazing. So you're going to move to Winnipeg. So yeah, so to move to Winnipeg. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, uh, it was kind of like, so my house sold, and my brother knew about it, right? So he calls me up, and he's like, hey, um, what do you think about, you know, being an operations manager out here? And I'm like, well, I kind of got a nice situation going on here. You know, I kind of, like, I roll into work. I work all the work that I need to do, and I don't go home till it's done kind of thing, and there's tons of work. So I don't have to worry about, like, not making enough money. So I kind of worked it out, and I said, okay, so if I go over there, I'm going to need this much money. And he's humming and hawing and humming and hawing, and he's like, uh, well, you know, if you come here and you can't do your job, then I'm like, but you came to me. Right. So like, so we came with a compromise, and, he, and then they're going to pay for all my moving expenses as well. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So That's what's up. I'll move out there. Probably live with my sister and Danny for a little bit. Um, but Danny was talking about hopefully getting a job in um, Ontario. He doesn't know where, but uh, getting a job in Ontario as an electrician, because that's what he is. He's an electrician. Oh, all, right. all right. So if he does, then I'll take over his lease, because him and my sister have a place together. So I'll take over the lease for him, and her and I just live together. And I won't even have to house hunt. But who knows? That's that would be that would be a great great plan if it came through. But no one knows, you know. You don't know. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. So Winnipeg. At least there's a little bit more culture. Well, just um, just just make your the leap all the way over to to <laughs> Ontario, and then you're good. Just, you know, you just gotta. Yeah, well, I I did. I gave myself ten years, so I'm slowly moving back, and it hasn't been ten years yet. So well, you know. You still got a, quite a jump to go there. <laughs> so, you know, just, just keep still driving. Another 20-hour drive. Just keep driving, you know. Just, once you see the highway, just go. You know? It's like the number one the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost there. So, yeah. No, but, uh, like, Winnipeg's not too bad. I mean, apparently there's always stuff going on. Like Regina. I mean, obviously we're in COVID, so nothing's happening. But once... um. 
once things get back to a relatively normal pace, um, there's so, there's quite a lot to do in Winnipeg. So. How much snow do you guys get right now? So Saskatchewan, there's a lot of wind, so it blows a lot from place to place. So there hasn't been a whole lot in the six years that I've been here. I think maybe the most we've ever gotten was probably about, I would say, three and a half, four feet. That's still like that's still quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> that like you're standing like waist deep and just like yeah, no, yeah. like what? Why? <laughs> but it, it blows around so much, so you don't notice it unless you're in like, uh, like a nook or something like that where the wind doesn't get to. <laughs> standing in the corner just <laughs> but like so the first time I witnessed like crazy winds like the first time I was on a roof um, roofing the winds were at 35 kilometers an hour oh my god and, and I was on the roof um, <clears throat> with not the proper PPE but anyways <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're on the roof I'm man like, <laughs> you're all dying just doesn't matter crawling, <laughs> just crawling on the roof and then the guy that I'm building was like yeah just pass me that that, um, that piece of um, plywood and I'm like um, it's gonna blow me away he's like yeah so just don't don't face the wind and you won't get blown away <laughs> so you're like up there doing like some like fancy dance trying not to like get blown over by the That's... wind with this Big eight by four piece of plywood. Yeah, gu- guaranteed. You had no harness, no nothing. Nothing. Just, just, yeah, nothing. exactly. Yeah, and like, you are your on... hammer is your best friend. If you're gonna fall, just take the hammer, the the claw end of the hammer, and drill it into the wall. Oh man! And just to hope, hope that you don't fall. That's called an experience <laughs> trick, right there. So he's fallen off of roof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were only on the garage, so. It would have hurt to fall off, but depending on where I fell, I probably wouldn't have broken anything. Or anything yeah, like you would have, you would have been okay on like a ten foot drop, but like, miss yeah. still. Like this guy's fallen. He's just like, he, grapple, just grapple the roof, no problem. He's probably got just do some Batman stuff. I guarantee you, he's got a hammer on each side, so just he's just ready. He's just ready to go. You know, it doesn't matter. He's just clamping. He's got the retractable claws on his on his safety shoes. <laughs> oh, he knows. He knows what's up. This guy goes oh, up in cleats with the metal spikes from track. Remember that? Like with those spikes. That's what he goes up on. He just knows. Oh my goodness. Speaking of track, do you remember Ralph? I don't remember the kid's name. Ralph. Ralph. Oh, wait, remind me who who was Ralph? Who was Ralph? I, I don't remember his name, but he was this skinny, skinny seat kid. And he was, tr- we were in the weight room lifting weights, and he picked up the bar, and it only had like maybe 60 pounds on it. And he was like, like oh, that <laughs> and he was like, oh, it burns! It burns! <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Oh man, that was a good one. Oh, that was a funny day, man. <laughs> and from that day on, I don't even remember what his name was, but to me, he was always around. Yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. I think his name was Sammy. Oh, I think. Oh, 
<laughs> but you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, that was a good. That was a good day. That was a good day. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Have you like? I know you live right by it, but you haven't like actually been into Turner. Oh man, I go all the time. I still coach there. Oh, you coach there. Oh, yeah, okay. I've been coaching there for like thirteen oh. years. Oh, I see. Oh, right. You and Tamon. Yeah, yeah. Tamon's still there as well. Oh, okay. well. That's basically the only time I see him is when I see him at practice. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is no other time. Like, we do not. He's so busy with everything going on in, like, his life and everything that it doesn't matter how many parties everybody has. I just, I only see him at practice, and that's it. At, at practice. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is any of the, any of the teachers still there? From when we were there? Um, there's a couple, but I can't really remember who. Like, a lot of them have retired. Like, the majority yeah, of them retired. Yeah, and even, like, yeah. the young ones that were there when we were in high school, like, they've gone on to, like, different schools and all that kind of stuff as right, well. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, moved up kind of thing. What was his name, Forrest? Yeah, he's, he's like, a... Uh, like, one of, the, like, the head phys ed guys at, like, one of the new schools kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, Fom's still at Turner. Who is? Fom, the other guy, the other coach, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, bald yeah. guy? Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. He's still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's still at Turner, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness, man. He teaches. That he... school got big, though. I remember driving by it the uh, last year or was it the year before. They put so much, so many extensions on it. Uh, just, just one extension. Yeah. Like right in the front there? Yeah, just one extension there, yeah. Oh, I thought there was one in the back as well, but No. That's it. That's it. It's well like few like it's still a big ass school. It's huge, right? So. Yeah, it's still massive, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. good old That's days cool. of football with Fong and Forest, eh? <laughs> I remember ridiculous. telling people I remember telling people that we would get dressed on the football field. Because <laughs> yeah. people would be like, oh, yeah, I know. Um, just to let you know, like, I remember going to the beach one time. And they're like, oh, yeah, so, like, the change rooms are kind of nasty. I'm like, I don't care about change rooms. Like, our entire football field got naked, well, almost naked, yeah. on the football field because <laughs> we didn't want to go into their change rooms. Yeah. Like, we did not care. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. It was even, even the kids we coach on the team now, they still don't go into the change rooms. They still just change, <laughs> change wherever the hell. It's just like, I don't know what it is with gym rats, but it's just like, where, wherever you are, just go. Just, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Oh, my, yeah. Yeah, you were on the track team too. Did you go to um? Oh, was it Safsa? Yeah, Safsa with us. Safsa, we like Ropsa. Yeah, we we had Ropsa. No, we went to Safsa too. No, I wasn't there. And that's oh, because Mister Carter wanted us to take as many people as we could. And that was the year. That was the year where Richard pulled his hamstring on our four by four, okay. four by one. Sorry. Richard pulled his hamstring, so we got. Oh, what was his name? It was another skinny guy who, like, at practice, he looked really good, but Katrona run faster than hated. Okay. <laughs> no, <I'm doing> <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, I was I was trying to convince Mr. Carter to get Danny on the relay team because then we would because we lost by point four seconds. Whoa, really? That that's how much we missed offset point four seconds. That's like that's that's an error on the the guy with the timer. Like that's how close. That is. <laughs> that's how close. And we were just like, if Danny had run that race with us, we would have made it no problem. Because we had Jeff, the the tall guy who ended up going to Marshall. I think he went to Marshall. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was mad fast. Did he really go to the states? Really. Yeah, yeah, he did. Cause I seen him, I seen him a couple years after high school. I was like, "Yo, what you up to?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, no, I'm at Marshall." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, no I'm running track at Marshall." Well, oh, he okay. he was a legit athlete. He he yeah, like man, he could run. He could run for real, he could for real. Run. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. So it was him, me, um, Dwayne. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Do you know what the funniest <laughs> thing I remember about Jeff? This, he needed glasses like he needed glasses so bad like worse than anybody I've ever met in my life but he refused to get them and, and you know what ended up happening so one time we were at a, a track a track meet at the Etobicoke like the Centennial Park right yeah yeah and then afterwards he's like yo like I want to holler at this girl blah 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 so I went and I had to talk to her for him and like introduce kind of thing because he couldn't I see. I remember this. Because he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't see. He's like, I don't know which one. Like, that's how bad his eyes were. And I he refused, refused to get glasses. And you know what he told me at the end of it? He's like, yo, he's like, uh, one time a girl told me it makes me look sexy when I squint and do all this kind of shit. So he's like, so I just never, ever. He's like, I just not going to get glasses. <laughs> I remember that because then Dwayne, um, yeah, Dwayne was trying to, um, um, he was trying to, he was trying to get with this girl, and um, he was like making moves on her, and then he found out because when she ran, she ran with um, the juniors. Okay. And he's like, oh. Nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> man, characters everywhere, man. Characters everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Oh, some good times, though. <laughs> I still have that picture somewhere of all of us at a track meet somewhere. On the bleachers there, yeah. On the bleachers there, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. It's an oldie. It's an oldie and a goodie. It's an oldie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So, <clears throat> so um, <clears throat> this new job of yours, like I knew you had your own clinic before. Is it anything like that? No, not really. So, no. Basically, right now, what I'm doing is that uh, we're taking care of like COVID uh, students that are at like UFC. Right. So, oh, I see. Okay. So, um, like, it's a lot of international students and all that kind of stuff. And we were like making sure that they like get tested and go through the process and quarantine and all that kind of stuff. But, um, like, that's not the difficult part. The difficult part is dealing with the like, um, the crisis situations basically. Cause, like, essentially what ends up happening is that, uh, like, they come here and they go to, like, a hotel room and they're basically, like, in the hotel for 14 days till they can, like, come out. So, you know, you get a few times where um, these people have, like, anxiety attacks and, you know, they have, like, 
some of them, you know, the history of like this and that, and you know what I mean? And you get very worried and you have to like work with a team of nurses and doctors to make sure that they like see them and, you know, make sure everybody is like, okay. And, you know, it's, um, emotionally and like mentally, like very taxing to, um, yeah. cause like, you know, and so, some people, they, um, when they call you, it's a distress situation. So you're just like, okay, I gotta find, I gotta find somebody to talk to this guy like right now, because like I'm not, I'm not equipped, you know what I mean? Like I haven't, right, right. You know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily like crisis trained to like mm-hmm. deal with someone who's having like a severe attack or whatever, right? So you have to make sure you get them to the right doctors, psychiatrists, or nurses, and all that kind of stuff to make sure that they're helped and. It's very difficult at times, right? But, and you're dealing with like hundreds of students, right? It's not even, it's not like a pool of like 20, 30 students. It's literally like four or 500 like students who are, you know, a lot of them aren't doing the greatest because of being in confinement and stuff, right? So it's it's like it's it's a lot it's a lot more difficult than than people think that it is, right? Because like when you're at home. You know, like you got your own space, you can walk around. If you feel like going outside, you can go outside, right? Mm-hmm. When when you're yeah. in a specific quarantine situation the government has set up and like all that kind of stuff, like you're not allowed to leave, you know, and you only have a room. So imagine mm-hmm. just being in your bedroom for two weeks. Just right. like yeah, eventually you're just going to be like, okay, like I need out, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And a lot of these rooms don't have, like, balconies or anything like that. Well, they're not allowed to access them. Oh. Because they're hotels. Wow. Okay. So. Shoot. That's even worse, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a little more difficult, and you have to be very sensitive to everyone's situation right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you cannot deal with it lightly and everything is a very serious matter and you know everyone everyone needs help uh, at this time yeah yeah shoot wow yeah you guys you guys definitely like i i say saskatchewan has had it pretty easy just because of our population is pretty low and it's pretty spread out so the majority of the population is in saskatoon Regina, and then I would say maybe Moose Jaw, Swift Current, and Yorkton. Those are the next three um, towns, but they don't have anything more than 100,000 people. Well, um, you know, the thing is is, uh, that different regions are really affected differently, right? So, like, you guys guys are spread out, so you're cool, right? But, like, you know, for for example, like Muskoka, like over where we're at, Mm -hmm. like, three hours away, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Th- they've had about 61 positive cases so far, right? So, like, pretty low, wow. right? Yeah. Guess how many mm-hmm. deaths they've had? 58. I'm going to say. What? Yeah. 58 That's of the nuts. 61. Yeah, so when you look at that region, and it's closer to, like, 98% fatality, yeah. right? Yeah. Then all yeah. of a sudden, you're just like, oh, man. Oh, like, it's, yeah. it, it really affects different regions in different ways, right? Well, out here, um, at the start of our major outbreaks, it was because of uh, we have these Hutterite colonies out here 
who they live among themselves, but they they never um, <clears throat> adhered to what was going on. So one of them caught it, and they all congregate together, and then everybody gets it there, <laughs> and then they still go out into the public. So as soon as you hear that, oh my goodness, a, col- a Hollerite colony has it. Everybody in the colony has it, and then nobody wants to. Well, well, haven't you it. seen uh, the latest uh, daily death rate of the U.S.? There, the, no. uh, yesterday, I think it was twenty three hundred. What? In a day. That is ridiculous. Yeah. It's almost as much as like China. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's insane. Like people, like I, I get it. Lockdown sucks. Like I get it. Like, I don't want to be yeah. locked down. I want to go see my friends. I want to go to, like, a bar. I want to go to a movie. Like, I want to do all that stuff, mm-hmm. too. But, like, look at the states as a prime. Like, okay, I get it. 350 million people, a huge difference to our, like, 39. Like, I totally, totally get it, right? But yeah, yeah, 2,300. 2,300 in a day. So that means today they probably had another 2,000 people who died, right? That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't want to go in lockdown, then we can move closer towards, you know, <laughs> the 100 death mark a day, you know, if you really want. Oh, my goodness. Like, if you, like even if you break it down to simple numbers, you're looking at 400 people per state. Like, that's, that's insane. Yeah. Well, what's even more crazy is that, like, the population of just, like, one of many of the states is the entire population of Canada. California, yeah. Right, the entire population, <laughs> like, Texas or something, right? Like, and Texas as well. Yep, Texas right? and California. Yeah. So, they're, they're huge, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. But, no, I think, yeah, but what if people would just... Like, if you think about it, most people aren't thinking long-term. They're thinking short-term. They want, they want, they want to be happy now. They want, to, they want to live their lives now. And if they keep doing this now, there's not going to be a later. So why not just suck it up and so that later can actually happen? Well, I, I think the majority of people are just like, hey, it's not going to affect me. Where it's like it's like a one percent or less than a one percent chance. Like I'm good. That's that, that's a common thought too. Right. Yeah. So yeah. why worry about something that in the end of the day isn't going to affect you? Right. It's like the whole. Mm-hmm. And it may not. And the thing is, it may not affect them. They may be asymptomatic well, and pass it on to somebody else. And more than likely, they are. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. the reason why. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, oh, I don't care because even if I get it, eh, I'm I'm just chilling. Like you know what I mean? I right. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, that's too much. Yeah, well, but this was this was awesome. This yeah, was awesome. maybe we should do this again another time. But um, yeah, I'm gonna. It was fun chatting. We'll uh, we'll do this again. Hopefully, I can see you next year or something like that. Hopefully, we can do something live. Hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what 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 happens with this vaccine. I heard something about September, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So, well, um, I mean, uh, if they get good results past six months this time, then they'll probably push it out. But you never really know. We'll just like see when. Well, we everybody's kind of like on the just waiting for like CMH and everything and what they say and the new regulations and guidelines. And, you know, you can't really do anything else, but wait and see what they approve really. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I will edit this up and I'll throw it on my podcast. Yeah, it's amazing, man. It was a yeah, lot of fun. We'll yeah. do this again. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bud. We'll talk later. All right, easy, buddy. All right. Bye. Bye.